What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Eric Roberts Fitness Podcast. Hope you're doing amazing. It's a uh, very sunny and bright Tuesday here in Northern Virginia on August, I don't even know what day it is, 25th, I think it is, uh, the time I'm recording this. So, uh, yeah, feeling good. Got some pretty good weather outside, which is always nice. Um, you are doing super amazing. Um, got about 14 weeks, hopefully, until I go on my trip. So, the reason I say this is because I think that... I haven't really decided yet, but I think I want to cut some body fat down before I go on this trip. Um, just honestly, because I haven't, I haven't gone on a diet or a cut in the last five years, or honestly, honestly longer than that, probably. So uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's something that that can be cool. Um, Just strip down some body fat. Um, Also, and this is going to sound weird, but just like not having to eat so much food, (laughs) and 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 for people who are who have always been dieting, they don't really understand this, and I totally get it, but it's honestly, a jo- like, nine times out of ten when I eat, I'm honestly not that hungry, and, and like, I, I eat just because, A, number one, that it's going to fuel my goals, but also, two, like, I'm kind of just on this routine schedule, which is fine, but like, when nine o'clock at night rolls around, I just kind of want to go to bed, but I have to have four pieces of bread with peanut butter on top, because like, I have to get my calories in for the day, like... I think that'll be cool not to have to do that for a couple weeks at least. So uh, it's it's a it's a good problem to have, right? But uh, but beyond that fact, uh, I think I'm gonna try to like kind of document the process. Hopefully, um, as far as like possibly if I do do like maybe a a four to six week mini cut, as far as like what that would look like, what my body weight looks like every single morning, what my diet looks like, what my training looks like. Um, so that can give you some kind of like information, can give you some insight to not only you know what I'm doing, but kind of relay it back into what you're doing and possibly, you know, if you see my weight fluctuate throughout the week, like, you know, that's okay. You know, that's normal. So, uh, see, um, so that's, that's something that could be in the works as well. Um, and other than that, just focus on, you know, continuing to, to hopefully grow as best I can and just, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of my thoughts there right now. So, um, that, that's the insight of what's going on in Eric's world. So, uh, yeah, beyond that, let's dive into the podcast. Um, today's podcast is something I get asked all the time and it's normally asked on like, like an Instagram caption or, or a TikTok uh, comment section, like, can I lose fat and build muscle at the same time? And honestly, there's so much that goes into that question. And that's honestly why I'm doing this podcast. So I can like, whoever asked me that question from now on, I'm going to send them directly to this podcast. Um, so can you lose fat and build muscle at the same time? Like that's everyone's dream, right? Like you, you want to be able to just like, you know, build the muscle mass. You, you want to be able to lose body fat. You want to be able to get muscle definition. You, you want to be able to just get jacked and ripped and shredded. And like that's what all at the same time. And that's everyone's dream. Can it happen? It can happen. But there are some only under certain circumstances is that going to be able to happen. So in this podcast, I'm going to cover what has to happen for you to be able to build fat and lose. I'm sorry. Build muscle and lose fat at the same time, and then also if you're not, if you're not under those requirements, if you're not hitting those circumstances, then what? How are you going to build fat and build? I said it again. What the hell? Build muscle and lose fat. I'm sorry. How are you going to do those two things at quote unquote the same time? So let's dive in before I butcher this any any more. Um, okay, so lose fat and build muscle at the same time. A few a few things have to be in place. Number one. The most common is you have to be a beginner to strength training. Like you, you have to be totally new to following a structured strength training program. And what I mean by this is like 
actually following a structured strength training program, not doing Zumba in the gym, not doing random classes, not doing just some random like back and forth hit workout. If you are a beginner to actually following a structured, progressively overloading strength training program, you will probably build muscle no matter what. No matter if you're in a calorie deficit, in a calorie surplus, if you're a beginner, not beginner, you are going to build muscle because your body is not used to that. It's not used to actually following a plan. It's not used to actually getting stronger week to week. It's not used to progressively overloading your muscles as opposed to just going in the gym and doing random workouts or opposed to just going, you know, doing a HIIT workout at home. And I hate to say this, but there's nothing wrong with like doing a random workout. There's nothing wrong with doing a HIIT workout. Those are totally fine. Like that's it's absolutely better than nothing. But there's a difference between doing a workout and following a structured strength training program. Those are two different things, and the effects they have on your body are two different things. For example, I uh, one of my amazing online coaching clients, Stacy. If she listens to Stacy, what's up? Love you. Um. She, I gave her her new program this month, and she was like, I love that it's a bit more intense than last month. It's There's a bit different exercises, variations. There's a bit different things, but they're looking to do more. So, for example, instead of doing a double leg glute bridge, she's now doing a single leg glute bridge. Or instead of doing a chest-supported row, she is doing a bent-over row. So there's little variations, and again, like with the overall, the overall theme of progressively overloading, which is just – doing either more reps or more sets or more weight, right? So within this whole kind of program, the program design is really an art. And there's something to be said for actually following something like that for the very first time. Your muscles are going to, they're going to have to respond no matter what. And and if you look at what builds muscle, it's your workouts. The, the workouts build muscle. Your diet does not build muscle because you can eat in a calorie surplus and not work out and you won't build any muscle mass because you're just going to gain fat because you're just in a calorie surplus. There's no there's no reason for your body to build muscle. The workouts is where your body's going to build muscle. So with that being said, the more you if you just start following a structured strength training progressively overloading program, that is how you're going to build muscle no matter what. So, in that instance, yes, you would be able to lose fat, aka be in a calorie deficit because that's the only way to lose fat. You will be able to lose fat through your calorie deficit and also build muscle because you're a rank beginner to following such type of program. So, um, that is the first scenario. That is the most that's the most common scenario, to be honest with you, and, and there's a lot of you, there's probably a lot of you out there listening that are like, yeah, I mean, I've done a few workouts or I've done a few classes, but never actually really followed something legit. So if it is your first time, I would strongly suggest you, A, take advantage of that because the the work, the, the gains that you see in the first in the first six months of actually like sticking to a structured program are by far the best, and us lifters chase that our entire lives. Like I'm chasing that to this day. Um, but I would definitely take advantage of that and realize that you can build muscle and lose fat during that time. So I would again take advantage of that. But that's how that's going to be possible. The next scenario is if you've taken an extended period of time away from following a structured strength training program. So let's say, oops, sorry, just nailed my mic. Let's say that you know you took 20 years off from lifting because you you know used to lift weights in high school and now you don't at all because you work a desk job but you want to start getting back into it. Somebody like that, yeah, absolutely. Because again, you're giving your body a stress it has to adapt to that's not used to, right? So no matter what, your body's going to have to adapt and build stronger muscles, build more defined muscles because it's not used to it. You're, you're providing a stress that it has to adapt to, that it hasn't had to adapt to for the past 20 years. So regardless, you're going to see you're, – you're going to build muscle there because, again, all the, the, the working out is – 
putting a stress on your body that your body has to adapt to. So if you are doing that, you will see muscle growth. And again, if you've taken 20 years off or 10 years off from, you know, actually following a program, yeah, you're probably going to build some lean muscle mass because your body has to adapt to that again. So, and, and again, this is where, again, if you're in a calorie deficit, you will be able to lose fat. And if you've taken 10, 15, 20 years off from weight training, you will be able to build muscle because your body has to adapt to it. So then in that scenario, once again, you will be able to build muscle and lose fat at the same time. And, and again, this could be, you know, just from whether it's from you just not working out for 20 years, whether it's from you having an injury, just taking off for life or whatever it is. If you come back from an extended period of time away, you will be able to build some muscle mass. So that's the second scenario there. Um, the next scenario is going to be regardless of those two things I just said, your protein has to be high. You, you have to have a high protein intake, especially because on a calorie deficit, you're going to obviously looking to lose body fat. So if you want to build muscle during that time, you have to make sure your protein intake is high. At the very least, I would do 0.8 times your current body weight, and that's in pounds. So if you need to convert to pounds, I would convert to pounds. There's this thing called Google. Um, somebody left a comment on my TikTok and was like, in all caps, like screaming, can you please convert to KG for us people who don't live in the US? I'm like, you do know the time it took you to type that comment you could have just gone to Google and put it in and you would have had your answer right there instead of leaving that comment. And not only that, because you're, you're literally typing in all caps. So I know that takes extra time. So like, yeah, people are nuts. But uh, so back to protein. 0.8 times your body weight in pounds. That is how much protein you should be eating at the very least. It depends on your body weight. For somebody who is 250 pounds, let's say, and you're, let's say you're a brand new beginner to strength training and you are brand new to this weight loss journey, you probably you probably don't need 250 grams of protein, 240 grams of protein. You again, I, I would stick with around 0.8 times your body weight. Um, you you can go all the way up to uh, one gram times your body weight again in pounds. So you can go all the way up to one, but again, it, it just depends on your body weight. If you're a lower body weight, I would probably do more leaning towards the more one one gram per pound of body weight. If you're more if you have more body fat to lose, I'd probably lean more towards the 0.8 times your current body weight, and that's how much protein you get. But um, yeah, protein is so important because it's the only macronutrient that's going to allow you to build lean muscle mass and retain lean muscle mass. So if you're looking to build, if you're looking to build muscle and lose fat, that means you have to be in a calorie deficit. And if you are in a calorie deficit, it's that much more harder for you to to build muscle. So you have to make sure your protein is at adequate ranges. So um, yeah, that's the kind of third scenario there, and then uh. And then again, the fourth thing, the fourth thing I've, I've kind of said this, but you have to be following a workout program that is going to make you build muscle. Because again, I said this earlier, there's a difference between exercising and following a program. Following a program is meant to get you stronger, is meant to build muscle, is meant to do something. There, there's a there's a goal in mind, whereas extra, just exercising, just doing random workouts, again, better than nothing, that's great, but... If you're looking to take that next step, you have to have a program. It's just like having a roadmap. You wouldn't get in your car if you live in Canada and say, okay, cool, I'm going to drive to Florida with no roadmap, with no ways, with no no clue how to get there. there there's, there's no program. There's no system how to get there. It's the same thing with working out and training. If you want to build muscle, but you're just doing random workouts – what are you what are you really accomplishing? You're just kind of probably you're probably driving in circles. You're probably making, you know, you're you're making some progress, but you make a wrong turn. So you you go back to where you were and you you, you choose a different route and now you're gonna go that way, but you make a wrong turn again. You're just doing this circle over and over and over again of not really following anything structured to get you to where you want to be. You're just kind of winging it. And so my thing would be 
make sure that you're following a structured strength training program. It, 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 has, it has to happen for you to be able to build muscle because, again, going back to it, when you build muscle, that's through your workouts. And actually, I did a podcast on this, I think. It's called uh, Muscle Building Checklist. I think you can check that out. Um, but you, you have to be providing a stress your, your body has to adapt to, right? So if you are training and you're not and you're not providing, continuously providing a stress your body has to adapt to, it's not going to build muscle because it doesn't have to adapt to it. You, you're doing, you know, you're, you're doing the same weight for the same reps, for the same number of reps, for the same sets, everything. So why would it build more muscle if it's not, if it doesn't have to? You, it, it's not just like, oh, I want to build muscle, so let me snap my fingers and let me put some muscle mass on my shoulders. I wish it was like that. That'd be freaking sweet. But it's not. So you have to continuously provide a stress great enough for your body to adapt to that stress and build muscle. So that's why I say like following a progressive program is important. And I know I'm going to get the question of, well, what if I only work out at home? What if I only have bands? What if I only have this? What if I only have that? And, and again, going back to the point I've said before, something is better than nothing. Like you can certainly get some, you can certainly get results from only bands. You can certainly get results from only body weight. But you have to realize that at some point, that kind of potential is going to get capped out. You can only build so much muscle with resistance bands. You can only build so much muscle with 10-pound dumbbells. You can only build so much muscle with body weight. So what I would do in that instance is set your expectations accordingly. And, and that's like a part of my job as a coach is setting expectations accordingly. If you only have resistance bands, you're only going to be able to do so much with those resistance bands. And, and I, I, again, I, I could lie to you and say, oh, here, buy my program that's going to guarantee resistance band training muscle growth, but it's just not the case. It, it's not the case. You have to set expectations accordingly. And if you do, that will kind of lead you down a better path because you already know what to expect. You don't get upset or you don't get frustrated. It is what it is, right? So that's kind of my two cents there on um, – how to progressively overload if you don't have an, if you don't go to a gym if you don't have an abundance of weights available to you. On top of that, there are things you can do like doing slow eccentric, so like going three seconds on the way down of movements for a squat, for example, going three seconds on the way down, adding pause reps, adding um, isometric holds. If you're doing like a, a side shoulder raise where you, where you raise your shoulder up by your by your ear, you can do like an isometric hold where you just hold that thing for 30 seconds and then do your reps from there. Um, there's different things you can do. Actually, I'm going to link an article here in the show notes where um, I wrote an article on how to ramp up your at-home workouts. I'm going to link that here in the show notes. Um, but uh, beyond that, yeah, again, I would just make sure that I would read that article so you can give, get yourself some ideas. But beyond that, just set expectations accordingly. So um, those are really the only ways for you to actually build muscle and lose fat at the same time. If, if one of those things, especially the first two, are not present – you will not be able to build muscle and lose fat at the same time. Now, you can retain lean muscle mass and lose fat at the same time, which will help you get that quote-unquote look you are going for, whether it's defined shoulders, whether it's defined arms, you know, bigger glutes, whatever it is. You can retain lean muscle mass, but you cannot build lean muscle mass unless you're in a calorie surplus. There is... There is something called a recomp, which is just like basically you're eating at maintenance calories and just like super slowly, like building muscle, like super duper duper slowly. And like you're not you're not gaining fat, but you're not losing fat. You're just slowly building muscle. Honestly, for every single person I've ever worked with, we don't really do we don't focus on a recomp because 
the process is just so slow. Instead of waiting, instead of waiting 12 months to build two pounds of muscle, you might as well just be in a calorie surplus for six months, build four pounds, five pounds, six pounds of muscle, and then cut for six months, keep the lean muscle mass you have, and get to a body fat percentage you like, as opposed to just staying the same and building two pounds of muscle for 12 months straight. Like the the the, the pros and the cons don't really the, the pros don't outweigh the cons in that scenario. I'd rather you just focus on six months of building muscle and then focus on six months of fat loss or, or four months of fat loss or whatever it is. So that kind of leads into the next point. Um, again, just to wrap up, you can build muscle and lose fat at the same time if you are a rank beginner, if you have taken an uh, extended break away from strength training, and again, you have to have high protein and have a progressively overloading strength training program. So beyond that, something I wanted to mention is you, you probably hear that and you're like, well, I have to be in a calorie surplus to build muscle, but that, does that mean I'm going to gain fat? Again, if you do it properly, if you go into a 150 or 300 calorie surplus, you're, you're probably not going to gain that much fat. Will you gain some body fat? Yeah, it's it's inevitable. You are going to gain some body fat when you go into a calorie surplus. That's just that's just the name of the game. It's how it is. But you're also going to build muscle. So like the building muscle outweighs gaining body fat. And especially for people who have lost weight before and don't want to don't want to go back to quote unquote being fat. I get that that is a a tough thing to think about and a tough thing to kind of wrap your head around. It's it's for every single person I ever work with. It's it's very hard mentally more more than anything else. You don't want to revert back to your old habits. You don't want to revert back to what you're doing before. You don't want to gain the weight back. I, I totally get it. Um, again, if you want kind of more in depth on this, I would go listen to my muscle building checklist podcast. I think that can be a very very good one for you. I'll link it in the show notes. Um, but beyond that, you have to remember. It is okay to have a goal other than losing body fat. That does not have to be your only goal in life. And I know that's I know for people who are like, but I, I've been overweight my whole life. I understand. Like I, I totally get it. I've worked with a ton of people. I get it. But I'm telling you, that does not have to be your only goal. You don't have to be and, and even when you do lose the weight, you don't have to be shredded to the bone all year round. Like myself, for example, right now, like, yeah, I have some abs, like I have some cuts, but nothing crazy. Like I could be, I'm probably sitting at around 24, 23, 22% body fat right now. And like for a guy, that's, that's about average. I mean, it's, it's not, it's not overweight, but it's definitely not shredded. And like, you know what? Like that's okay because I'm in a calorie surplus and I'm trying to build muscle mass. So when I do decide to cut back down, I will have built more lean muscle mass to my physique and my physique will look a certain way because I was able to build lean muscle mass during this time. But like, yeah, I mean, I take my shirt off. I'm like, yeah, I got abs. But like, again, it's not shredded. It's not like it's, it's not crazy. There's definitely way more people out there than me who are way more shredded. Um, but again, it's, what is your goal? If you're, and I'll ask you this, like, what is right? Cause a lot, a lot of people, especially women who have lost weight before, and they start, and they, and they want to start. They they tell me they want to look a certain way. They want you know bigger glutes, or they want shoulders, or back muscles, whatever it is. Ask yourself what is right, not what is the easiest, because the easiest and the most comfortable is you saying, "Oh well, I'll just stick to my deficit. I'll stick to my low calorie diet because I've done that for so long, and, I, and I'm comfortable with that. I'm used to that." But that's not what's right. In the same way, you had to get uncomfortable to lose the weight. You had to change your eating habits. You had to change your calories. You had to do all these things. You have to get uncomfortable and change your habits to gain weight as well. Gain gain weight, gain muscle mass, gain muscle definition. And that's again, you're not going to build you're not going to gain like 10 pounds in a month. And if you are, that's not the right way to do it. I mean, you gaining anywhere from 0.5 to 1 
pound per week of muscle mass is a depending on how much of a beginner you are is a great weight of kind of like muscle muscle gain progress um you shouldn't be gaining 10 pounds a month that's just absurd but going back to what i was saying it's okay to have a goal of building lean muscle mass and being in a calorie surplus and the thing is you know how to lose weight. If you've done it before or if you listen to any of, my, any of my stuff, you know that being in a calorie deficit is the way you lose weight. And especially if you've already lost body fat and you've gotten to a point where you want to build muscle, you know how to diet. You know how to do that. That's that's not – I don't want to say it's not hard for you anymore, but like it's not hard in the sense of you know what to do. You have the information. You've done it before. So – Worst comes to worst, if you gain too much body fat in your calorie surplus, you just go on a calorie deficit again and you lose the body fat, just like you did last time. It's it, it's the same way you lost the body fat the first time. You just go into a calorie deficit. So keep that in mind as you kind of go over, go into, the, if you do want to venture into muscle building, keep that in mind because it, it can be scary going into a calorie surplus, especially for somebody who's lost weight before, but keep that in mind. I think it'll help you. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to say there. Um, it's okay not to be shredded all year round. You don't you don't have to be. Um, and if you do, like, I mean, more power to you. But if you want to build any muscle mass, probably not your best your best bet. Um, cool. So uh, yeah, I mean, again, kind of wrapping up. It's it, it's two separate things. If you're not a rank beginner, or if you haven't taken an extended period of time off from strength training, you are either going to have to be in a calorie deficit to lose body fat, or be in a calorie surplus to build lean muscle mass. Those are the two things. That's what has to happen. Um, people, you're probably going to wonder, well, when should I go into a calorie surplus or when should I cut or should I cut first or should I build muscle first? This is normally what I tell people. For for guys, I would say get down to a body fat percentage of probably around 12 to 15 and then you can start to worry about building lean muscle mass. If you're not at a 12 to 15% body fat yet, I'd probably get down to that first and then build lean muscle mass from there. Excuse me. As far as women, I would say get down to probably about 18 to 23% body fat and then worry about building lean muscle mass from there. Um, because again, men, men and women are definitely different as far as what body, what body fat percentages are healthy and normal. Um, so yeah, I mean, once you, once guys, once you get down to 12 to 15%, then you can go into a calorie surplus and build muscle women. Once you get to 18 to 23%, you can then go into a calorie surplus and build muscle from there. Um, so yeah, guys, that was the podcast today. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope this answers some questions for you. If you have further questions related to you in particular and your journey, um, do not hesitate to try to reach out to me. Um, uh, you know, if you follow me on TikTok, if you follow me on Instagram, if you have my email, if you if you're on my email list, if you you know read the articles, whatever it is, feel free to shoot me a message. I'll try to help you however I possibly can. Um, beyond that, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed, and we will talk next time. Thanks.